0: ABC Radio Australia. Well, he was thrust into the top job literally at the last minute during the Rugby League World Cup last year. But now, six months on, Weiss Kaiti is the permanent coach of the Fiji Bati. He takes over from former coach Joe Rambele, who was hospitalised with an untimely illness two days out from the World Cup in October, leaving Kaiti to take the helm and lead the Bati to a quarter-final berth. The, FNR, the FNRL must have liked what they saw because on top of being name coach, he will also assume the role of national coaching director. To find out more about what that will entail, Weiss joins us on the line now. Weiss, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Not a problem. So you beat out about three other candidates to uh, to win the position of head coach, I read. Did you have a feeling you, you were going to get the job all along? Uh, no, I went in there um,
1: hoping that you know Thanks. they'll change their mind and take me in, uh, because you've got Joe Rambella and Tony Wesley they're based in Fiji and uh, they're well renowned in Fiji in uh, rugby league circle so I went in with um, new vision new changes uh, what Fiji rugby league need uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like I said in the intro, you were literally thrust into the job uh, back in the World Cup and uh, and, and it was a pretty respectable effort as well, leading the team to the knockout stage. Do you think that World Cup performance, uh, you know, played a part in you getting this job?
1: Yes, played a very big part. Uh, I walk in three days, before, four days before the game against Australia. So it's hard to, uh, to put a team together because every other team has been um, well prepared months, six months before the World Cup. My job is to do it in four days. Uh, after the World Cup, I think I, I everyone look at me differently regarding to the way Fiji rugby league and Fiji itself moving to the right direction. Uh, and apart from that for and the work I've done in the past, uh, regarding to most of the NRL players that play in the World Cup, I recruit them to the NRL. So let's make my job a bit easier too.
0: Yeah, it's funny how it all works out sometimes, isn't it? Now, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I understand it's a three-year contract, so that'll take you through pretty much to the, to the next World Cup, which is in 2025, I think. What vision do you have for the program over the next few years now that you're the man in charge?
1: um, I, um I'm going in uh, next week, I think. I'm heading to Fiji, uh, based in Suva. My division is uh, still the same. My, my, my my work will never change. You know, I've been recruiting in Fiji to the NRL club since 2011, wonk. That's one thing I'll do. I'll push hard. We've got 17 clubs. You know, my vision, if we have two Fijian players in the 17 teams, 34 players in a program in NRL system. You know, our um, rugby league team, Fiji, Bati, will be more uh, more competitive in uh, world stage. Um, that's one thing I'm looking at. The second thing is try to... Um, Get the coaches upskilled so they can coach the basic stuff properly, it's the fundamental stuff about rugby league in Fiji, you know, so they can lift the standard. You know, we got players in Fiji that can come to Australia and uh, train for two, three years and make the NRL straight away. You know, as you know, NRL system here, they got kids start from under 16. You know, 60% of them don't even make it. So that's the thing that I'm going to be working really hard, working with kids, working with uh, coaches.
0: Yeah, and I know you do have uh, some some big NRL ties, having played in the competition back in the early 2000s, and, and we'll talk about uh, that in just a second, about you being a gateway. Um, just firstly, I know this job's going to be a bit of a multifaceted role. You've also been named National Coaching Director. What kind of things will that entail? Well,
1: that's entail uh, working with all the coaches, all the local coaches, all the secondary uh, school coaches. You know, what we need to do is build a pathway, you know, build a pathway for the young kids coming through from under 15 to under 19. You know, we're going to um, uh, work with them. So every camps that we do, we're going to invite all the coaches. So the coaching director is going to liaison with all the coaches, you know, upskill the coaches, look at the coaches, maybe look at the referee too. You know, um, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough living in Australia for 27 years. I've got some good relationship with a lot of clubs, so we can try to attach a lot of the coaches with NRL clubs. I know they're always willing to help. You know, that's one good thing about rugby league. We always look after each other uh, to better for the game. So that's what I'm going to try to build while I'm there. You know, I'll try to identify some of the coaches, good development officers so they can build. You know, the most important thing is just teach the fundamental stuff of rugby league. You know, the basic stuff. That's one thing we lack on. As you see, most of the club, what let them down is fundamental stuff. And anyway, So that's as a coaching director I'm going to try to look at the coaches, how to upskill the coaches, how to... You know, stay on rugby league environment because rugby union is a big dominant in Fiji. So most of them, when things come unstuck, they seems (laughs) to go back to rugby union style. I'm trying, to to take that away from them. So it's, it's, it's. I'm like excited. I'm excited to go for the next three years.
0: You're listening to Pacific Beat, the Friday sporting edition of Pacific Beat. I'm speaking with Weiss Khaitivarata, who has just been appointed Fiji's National Rugby League coach. Now, Weiss, I understand you're based in Australia. You mentioned that a second ago. Well, being based uh, here uh, assist you better in, that role? You, in, the new, in your new role, do you think, just given your connections to Australia and your connections within the NRL and things like that?
1: Yeah, I think... Um, uh, spending 27 years here in, in Australia with the NRL clubs and playing and come back and work with a few of them, that really gave me a good base. So me moving to Fiji, at least I already got connection to the clubs, most of the clubs. So I'm just going to keep building that connection. You know, a um, few of the clubs already rang me. They're already interested coming over when I run the academy camp. Some of them want to run the skill clinic, so which is a good thing. You know, the more of them coming to Fiji, the better. Mind, it's only three and a half hours (laughs) from Fiji, from Australia to Fiji. You know, you go and teach rugby league and have a little bit of holiday before you come back to Australia.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's it's uh, it's not a far not a far trip at all, particularly from places like Cairns and Brisbane. Now, just on those NRL ties, um, you've played for three clubs back in the early two thousands. Would you like to see that pathway strengthen a little bit more for Fijians getting into the top grade into the NRL? Would you like to see more players in the NRL come the next World Cup time, for instance? Yes,
1: yes, I love I loved it. That's what I'm saying. You know, if we can have two, say for example, two each in NRL, we have thirty four players we mm. can pick for. You know, we, we're lucky we go over cross. That's, a, that's one thing I I said during the World Cup. You know, we got a u- unique story uh, than Tonga and Samoa because and Cook Island. Most of them are born in Australia and New Zealand. Mm. But, you know, with the uh, Fijian boys, you know, I go across my own way and get them since 2011. So now I'll be based in Fiji, work with the NRL clubs and Fijian boys. You know, there'll be more kids come from the island. It's a good story to tell, you know, yeah. to see their life, where they started, you know, walking to school. You know, catching the school bus the village lifestyle and to hit a jackpot like Sammy really sulia Munival, really well. yeah. uh William Kickle. You know, it's it's a good great story. You know, I think the rugby league should spend more time and tell the story. So it'll teach young kids in Australia to appreciate what they do have here. And that's one thing I always encourage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you've helped guys like Semi Rudrata and uh, Sisa Waka become household names. You know, how many up and comers are there back in Fiji that are, that are essentially just untapped talent? I imagine there's probably plenty of kids out there.
1: Mate, well, there's plenty of kid out there. There's another kid. I just there. there's, there's two kids signed with the Cowboys. You know, uh, Eparama Kiko. And you know, he come from a very up. Uh, uh, very tough upbringing, you know, uh, with his mom, a single mom with Epa, and there's a kid there called uh, Isaac Man who run 100 meters on 10.3. Both of these kids are six foot f- three, six foot four, you know. Ooh. You know, by the time they 21, they'll be 100 kilo, ready to go. You know, they all mm. can play football. It's a matter of picking the right one, come here, listen, and willing to work out. You know, rugby league is not easy sport. I keep telling them and remind them in Fiji, it's not easy. You need to work out and you need to be humble and listen to what's going on in rugby rugby environment.
0: Absolutely. Well, it sounds like they've got the makings to be some pretty good uh, outside backs down the tracks. Um, just before we go today, Weiss, out of curiosity, how many na- uh, internationals will the Bati play between now uh, and the next World Cup?
1: I think from talking to uh, the CEO, Don Natambi, I think they tried to set up a format like a tri-nation or something like that. Um, with Fiji, pull with Tonga, Samoa. We we move after the World Cup. We move up, Papua New Guinea, go down with the uh, Cook Islands. Uh, we pen Australia, pull with the New Zealand and England. Uh, they were talking about it. So I'm, once i have been Fiji, I'll have a look at it and work my head around it. Because I think after the they're gonna try to move all the game after the um, NRL season, like October. That's from that's from my getting. So I'm not sure yet. So when I get to Fiji next week, I'll have a look at what draws we have and I'll get in touch with all NRO clubs where we're heading the next three years.